Okay, you are going to love this inspiring, authentic, and encouraging conversation I had with Suzanne Manning on today's episode. Suzanne and her husband Don have a nonprofit ministry called Crazy Cool Family. They have 30 plus years of relationship experience with God in marriage and building family, and they're seeing radical breakthroughs in families all across the world when their methods are applied. Suzanne speaks from the heart and doesn't sugarcoat the struggles of building healthy relationships. She knows firsthand how challenging marriage, parenting, and life in general can be. She has such a gift to speak authentically and truthfully about her experiences while also bringing hope and light to any situation. That being said, I invited Suzanne to chat with me about her perspective and experience in healthy living as a mom and how living healthy can affect everything about your family and your parenting. She shared some very practical advice about how to prioritize yourself and your health, despite the many challenges of motherhood. We talked about everything from setting boundaries as a healthy habit to learning what it means to partner with God in your health choices. You'll find encouragement and practicality sprinkled throughout this conversation. So grab a notebook and a pen and let's get into it. Hey, sweet mama, welcome to Healthy and Empowered Living. Do you want to consistently make your healthiest choices so you can finally get to a weight you love? Do you find yourself up late at night searching recipes for healthier family meals or motivation to work out? Do you wake up with big ambitious goals only to feel frustrated that you can't follow through or guilty that it's taking away precious time from your kids again? Hey, I'm Lauren. I too was a mom who wanted to lose weight. I too worried that my health was taking up too much of my time and energy and wished that I could finally let go of the number on the scale and have a healthy relationship with food and exercise. I wanted confidence and freedom to love my body and food and have more energy for the things that really mattered to me. But I kept telling myself that I'd never had the discipline to consistently make healthy choices and that I'd just keep falling off the wagon until I found a little secret that helped me get to and stay at a weight I love. In this podcast, you will find all the motivation and quick tips you need to live healthy consistently through mindful eating, fitness made simple, and mindset transformation so that you will live in true confidence at a weight you love and as the mama God created you to be. So pop in those earbuds, grab your healthy snack, and let's do this. Mamas, welcome back to another episode of the Healthy and Empowered Living Podcast. I am so excited. I have um, a special guest for you today. Her name is Suzanne Manning, and she is here from a ministry called Crazy Cool Family. And we're just going to dive right in. Suzanne, would you just tell us a little bit more about you and how you came to start Crazy Cool Family? Yes. So um, hello, Lauren. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. I'm so excited to visit with your mamas today, your people. Um, let's see, we started Crazy Cool Family. I don't I don't know the numbers. I mean, honestly, we started it 30 years ago when we started building our own family. And so we are, my name is Suzanne and my husband is Don and we have seven children. God has blessed us with and f- started with four daughters and then three sons. And so they're lined up pretty amazingly. Um, and the oldest is now 33 and the youngest is 17. So we are on the other side of the hard parenting part. So those mamas that have two and three-year-olds, this too shall pass is what I have to say. You know, they they, press in, they're a blessing, they're amazing, and they're hard. I get it. I have my grandchildren. I've got now four grandchildren and two more on the way. And um, grandchildren are are so much fun. Hang on. Raise raise the children that you have now because when you have grandchildren, it is so fabulous because you get to just indulge and spoil and then send them home for mama to parent. Anyway, so I I digress. I'm so sorry. But back to, um, and so we started raising our family. 
And we got our kids to about the teenage years when everyone says it's hard and impossible and, and miserable. And it wasn't. It was amazing. We loved our teenagers. And what was crazy is our teenagers loved us which all of a sudden kind of set us apart and people started asking, wait a minute, what are you doing? What are you doing with your teenagers that make them love you so much? And then another thing is that our teenagers love Jesus, mm-hmm. which was just not even the norm at all when it comes to teenagers, because that's usually when they decide their own faith and sometimes reject what mom and dad have taught. Anyway, long story short, we realized that God had given us a gift of family and we just wanted to give that to other people. And so Crazy Cool Family was birthed and we we have a book and it's on Amazon called Crazy Cool Family. And the cool thing about the book is that each of our kids have written in it. And so Don will have written something like, this is the situation. And then one of the daughters, Macy, will come in and say, no, dad, this is exactly how it went. And so you can see both sides. And I think it's a blessing to parents because our children are kind of standing in the gap of their children explaining, hey, parents, this is what it looks like from a kid's perspective. Yeah. And then so from the book turned into a podcast, which is also Crazy Cool Family Podcast. Um, and we'll have Lauren on that and we'll talk to her. And so you guys listen for, you know, listen to the Crazy Cool Family Podcast at some point in time. Lauren, we'll, yeah, we'll advertise all that. <laughs> and then um, then the podcast turned into what we call a um a subscription service and it's a platform with courses on it and it's called Basecamp. And that is actually, we felt like the Lord told us to give that away for free because he had given us once again, the gift of parenting. And so he wanted us to give everything that we had learned along the way over over the course of our 30 years of parenting to parents so that they can be encouraged because reality is Lauren, parenting's hard. I mean, family's hard and marriage is hard and relationships are, they're just, they're hard. It's not bad hard. Hard is good. Hard makes us press into the Lord, right? Amen. But still, we need to be encouraged along the way. And so anyway, and so that's what we, we offer. We have a book, we have a podcast, and then we have a ministry base camp. And so you can, you can find any of that at crazycoolfamily.com. You can email us at info at crazycoolfamily, go to Amazon, go to the, um, yeah, all the things you can find us, go find us. (laughs) Definitely go find them. I've been checking out the podcast and it's so, so good. I just love, um, just how Jesus focused it is. And I love how you're sharing about, you know, your, your crazy cool family story is that, you know, you were just gifted and blessed with family and and the Lord just worked through you in such a way that he is now able to use you to bless others. And I think that's such a cool picture of how the Lord works in all of us. And, And we all have a purpose and a calling on our lives to walk out Um, based on the things that the Lord brings us to, um, or brings us through, as you mentioned, you know, hard is not necessarily bad. Hard is actually good because we get to press into the Lord and we get to, um, receive from him what he's teaching us and, and the transformation that he's bringing us as we press into that. Right. Yes. No, I agree. I 100% agree. And I love that even back to what you're doing and where your passion is. So your passion is health mm-hmm. and your passion is supporting moms in, in this season of littles, middles, and bigs is what we call them, you know, all the different ages and stuff. And I just think that's so valuable and so important. And I love it that you were obedient to the Lord and that you said yes. And you're standing on your experiences and your platform going forward, sharing with women of this is how I 
busted out. You know, this is how I've succeeded. This is how I've taken care of my temple. And let me show you how, so you can do it too. I, I love, I love technology and the fact that we have podcasts now and that we can, you know, share what God's had for us to a wide audience that we may never ever meet, but we get to share our, you know, our God story with them. Yeah, that is so good. Uh, You just have like encouragement bleeding out from you and pouring all over me. And I just so appreciate that. So thank you. (laughs) Yes. So, so let's transition a little bit. You know, I wanted to have you share um, in your experience, Suzanne, like what does living healthy mean to you and to your family? Oh yeah, that is so good. Okay. Um, To start off, I just want to elevate that and just say, we have to. As mamas, we have to live healthy. I mean, and no condemnation, no shame. If you're in a place right now where you are not living healthy, great. Okay, acknowledge it. Now what? You know, don't stay where you are, but let's move forward. So what does that look like? And I remember there being a, a, a line in the sand, if you will, when I was a young mom and I wasn't taking care of myself. And I remember hearing a speaker say, when you're in the airplane, you know, they say you've got to put the air mask on yourself first before you put it on the child. And honestly, Lauren, I struggled with that because I'm an acts of service helper person. And so I couldn't even imagine, no, I am going to put the oxygen on everybody around me, not just the people next to me first, because I'm going to help. And then when the, when the speaker shared, but if you're not taking care of yourself, Mm -hmm. then you can't take care of anybody else. Yep, absolutely. And so that's the message I have for mamas. Mamas, I, I, we give you permission, right? Lauren, we give you permission to yes. take care of yourself, Absolutely. not to sacrifice your, your, yourself, your health, your temple on the altar of being a mom and being a wife and, and being an employee. We, we give you permission, not only that, but we encourage you, mm-hmm. maybe even plead with you, right? Please yes. take care yes. of yourself. You know, your healthiest, best self is what everybody in your life needs more than anything else. Yeah. And so I learned that somewhere along the way and started. And so one of the things, super practical things that I did when I had little kids is we had nap time from one to three every day, no matter what. Yeah. It didn't know. I mean, we just shut down because I'm actually an introvert and I have to have my alone time. And with seven children, you can imagine how much of that I did not get. Right. <laughs> and so I, from one to three, and it was a joke, like everybody in our church knew, don't even, don't call Suzanne between one to three. She's not going to answer. Don't come over. Don't plan anything. She's not coming. You know, my kids make jokes about it now. Yeah, mom, you know, we were, we were in our room and we didn't even come. It didn't matter if we were on fire, we were not going to bother you between (laughs) one and three. That's so funny. And so with that, I just want to encourage you mamas boundaries, make some boundaries, make some, um, I, some things that are in place for you to have that's taking care of you. That's super simple for me. I needed a retreat. Sometimes I slept. Sometimes I was reading a Bible. Sometimes I was reading just a fun for me book, depending on what the season was and what I needed. But it was my time to take care of me, to fill me up because I feel like I'm talking a million miles an hour. Please feel free to interrupt. But I've told a group of um, moms of preschoolers, MOPS, Mm -hmm. do you guys have that program? Yes. Yes, we do. I told a group of mops one time. I said that our, we're like a pitcher and we have to be filled up mm-hmm. and, you know, God things by all means fill us up, you know, healthy relationships fill up us a date with our husband fills us up, you know, a hug from our toddler fills up. There's all the things that fill us up. And so we have to 
approach each day filled up. Mm-hmm. If we're not filled up though, then if we're half empty, then as we're pouring out because the toddler made a mess or pooped their pants or, you know, the, the husband was short with us or, or annoyed or the employee was rude or the, I mean, it, you know, all the things that, that drain us, then we start acting out of that place of emptiness right. and nobody benefits from that. Yeah. Absolutely. I love that. That is such a good practical tip, having boundaries. And I think that's so important. I think about, you know, the mom who feels like she just can't get a break from her kids because they are so needy and they just, they need something all the time, especially when you have multiple kids and and Suzanne, I'm sure you can speak to that with seven. I only have two. So I feel like I sort of have it easy in that sense of, of being able to set that boundary. And I, and I tell my kids the same thing that, you know, there are times we're going to just, we call it quiet time in our house, Yes. Um, yes. you know, especially now that they're older and they don't really nap, but we all need just that break and that rest and that decompression time and that time to just be away from each other. Even if you are extroverted, it's still healthy to have that kind of boundary Good. because your kids may not be extroverted. And now you're teaching them that example of it's okay to isolate myself for a time so that I can recharge and fill up in the way that I need to, and then walk out of there ready to pour and give again. So I love, that was such a good practical tip there. Thank you for that. (laughs) Yeah, that was definitely my survival mode for sure. I could not have done all those. I mean, because it was life before nap time and then nap time was a reset and then life until dinner time or, you know, bedtime really, you know, between the two. So yeah, absolutely. And yeah, that's just so good. <laughs> um, so tell me a little bit about how has your perspective of living healthy changed over the years? Like, was there a time where you felt like not being physically, mentally, and emotionally healthy, like really negatively impacted your ability to create that loving Jesus centered family that you wanted? Um, yes, definitely. I think it has a one, a huge impact the the thing that comes to mind when you say that is there was a there was a time period when um i think i had three or four little girls i can picture three of them and they were sick all the time like healthy sick all the time they had ear infections or one of them ended up having rsv and going into the hospital and i and i remember sitting in that doctor's office just crying out to the lord saying okay god something has to be done differently. I cannot raise my children in a doctor's office all the time. I can't, I can't afford it. I don't have the time for it. I don't want my sick kids in the, you know, I don't want my healthy kids in this sick doctor's office. And I feel like the Lord said, okay, there's, there's a way. And I feel like he said, um, I have created the body to heal itself. And so why don't we partner with the body's healing mechanism and, but you're going to have to educate yourself. You can't go with the way of the world. The way of the world says, if there's a problem, take medicine. I am all for medicine. Don't get me wrong. I am not anti-medicine. I'm for all the beautiful, incredible medical, you know, things that we have at our, at our um, hands, at our whatever fingertips, but that sent me on a journey to which radically changed the whole, you know, the whole trajectory of our family. We started um, supplementing and um, supporting the body in its own healing mechanism, mm-hmm. so that by the time I had my seventh child, he has he's seventeen, and I think he's been on one or two antibiotics his whole life. Versus my first child, by the time she was two, had been on dozen. I mean, between with all the different things, and so just learning that. And so I just encourage you, you know, mamas, once again, no condemnation, but if you, um, 
want what's best for you and your children's temple, mm-hmm. then you're going to have to do some research on what that looks like to support that. Um, the vitamins, our foods doesn't have in it what it needs to have anymore. We need to have minerals. We need to, um, vitamin D, isn't it crazy, Lauren, that we yes. have to take a vitamin D supplement because we're not outside enough. Yes. Simply go outside, mamas, mm-hmm. you know, and children. 15 minutes. 15 minutes. 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Just make it a habit and make it just, just like, okay, we're going outside. It's just what we do. You know, we take, we, we rest from one to three and we go outside in the morning and the afternoon for 10 minutes a day, no matter what, you know, and if it's storming, we sit on the front porch, whatever. And so just super practical things like that, that I, and so this is, this was the revelation that happened is that I was in charge of seven little temples Mm -hmm. that were hosting the Holy Spirit. And then if I didn't, I was the one that was building it at this point in time in their lives. Now they're launched. Most of them are, and they're building their own temples and they're doing a fabulous job, but simple things, Lauren, like um, drinking water. When we went out to dinner, we couldn't afford to buy everybody a beverage. That was in, that'd be, you know, it's $40 added to the bill right there. Yeah. And so drinking water. So they had a love for water. Now, yeah. where, where we go, they're ordering water. And so simple things like that, making sure that everybody had a piece of fruit a day. Yeah. I saw a reel the other day that was so funny that said, I thought that diapers and formula was going to be expensive, but it's actually berries, you know, to feed my kids. <laughs> I just thought that was hysterical because it's true. Yeah. We want to fill their little bodies and our bodies up with good things. And it's just so expensive. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and so that's one of the things that was I noticed a good a change along the way is that when we switched what we were putting in our bodies and how we were treating our bodies, mine included, yeah. then we were I was able to take care of them better. They were not sick as much. The the ADD issues kind of went away because they weren't doing the we weren't doing the the red dye food and the gummy bear or the gummy fruit snacks and those different things. We were eating real fruit. And so I just encourage you, mamas, um, pick one thing, yeah. pick one thing to change in your, in, in what you're putting in your mouth and what you're putting in your kid's mouth, you know, whether it's, whether it's an extra glass of water a day or an apple a day, or you're getting outside and getting sunshine a day, pick something and then just start building on it. Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. I was, I mean, you totally just spoke what I was going to ask you to speak, but you know, I, I think of the mom right now who's just in that state of overwhelm. Like I I'm feeling condemned. I'm feeling that shame. I can't take care of myself. How am I going to take care of my kids? But you, you hit the nail on the head right there with pick one thing. If you're feeling like I don't even know where to start with researching, you know, pick one area, one thing, start that, make it a habit, create that environment, that culture in your home around that one thing, whether it's drinking water, water, whether it's getting outside for a daily walk as a family, or have, maybe it's implementing that boundary of nap time from one to three or whatever time works for you. And, and go from there. And one of the, the sayings that I say all the time here on the podcast is start where you are and grow from there. You have to look at where you are, pick one thing, And then once you've mastered that one thing, you can add your next thing and go from there because you have to start somewhere. So, 
And I just, and I just want to just piggyback on that too. God is a gentleman and he's, he's, he doesn't ever come in and bully us into anything. And so just say, God, well, where should I start today? What does my temple need today? What does my, what does my body need? What do my children's body need today and go with his prompting. And then, you know, when you feel like you've mastered that one, then say, okay, are we ready for another one? And God's going to give you another one. He's gentle and he's kind and he, he wants your temple to be strong and he wants to partner with you, but he's not going to, you know, waylay you No, you need to be doing this, this, and this. If, if you are having those thoughts, then I would say that that's the enemy. He's hijacked your mind. And we always told our kids, you cannot say shut up. Like it's rude. It's, it's not, you know, we'd wash their little mouth. That was soap or whatever. But if you feel like the enemy is talking to you, you can say shut up. (laughs) And so mom is out there. If you're feeling like I can't do it and this is hard, then that's not of the Lord. That's you flip that thinking and say, okay, Lord, what can I do? Show me what I can do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And that, I mean, that leads me down the whole thought of, you know, what diet culture tells us with, you have to change all of these things and you have to meet certain time goals and all of that. And it's, it's like, you just described perfectly, like what partnering with the Lord in your health looks like it's Lord, what do you want me to focus on today or this week or this month or this summer? What do you have for me? Because I know it's going to be different than culture. And if you like Suzanne said, if you start hearing these, these expectations come into your head, these thoughts of expectations come into your head of, I need to change 5,000 things, or I'm not good enough live from the enemy right there. And you tell him to shut up, right? Yes. Well, I mean, because he wants to kill, still and destroy. So uh-huh. he wants to kill your idea of success. He wants to destroy anything that you're going to do as an investment. I mean, he's, and so he's out for that. And so, it, so yes, the way to usurp me is tell me 5,000 things I need to do at once mm-hmm. and put it on, like you said, a time frame. forget it. I'm, yeah. I'm punting. I'm going to go eat my Twinkie, you know, or whatever. I don't even know if they make those anymore, but probably <laughs> my childhood was built on that. And so, <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. So, okay. You kind of touched on this a little bit, but I'd love to hear you speak a little bit more. Like what role does keeping Jesus at the center of your family play in keeping you and your family healthy? Oh yeah. I, so here's the deal. I think Lauren, I think that Jesus has to be the center because the world um, is coming at us full force. I mean, we we know that. I mean, especially if you've got any kind of preteen technology, social media, entertainment, commercials. And so uh, grocery store, all the all the not good for you things are on eye level at the grocery store. I mean, it, it really is crazy. And so if we it's so easy to get sucked up into the world's idea. I mean, entertainment, it's so easy to sit in front of the TV all day long and and you know, surf Netflix or any other, I mean, it's, it's so easy. And so I, we, we say all the time that with our family and with ourselves, we have to have a balance. You've got the world coming at you 24 seven, you know, can you imagine one of those little scales that, you know, go across like this and it's got two little balances on each side. And so the world's coming at us 24 seven filled with all of its good, bad, and ugly, you know, I mean, it's got yummy things out there. I mean, key lime pie, come on. I mean, you know, but you got to balance that with, you know, mangoes over here on this side. And so it's, everything's just a balance. And so, what we would say all the time is if the world's coming at you at a certain you know level, then you've got to create spiritual experiences on the other side. Yeah. 
spiritual experiences, being involved in your church. There's an epidemic going around right now where people, from the pandemic, they're created an epidemic of people not going to church anymore. So they're not getting those spiritual experiences, the prayer night, listening to worship music. There's tons of ways to have those spiritual experiences, but let's just put that back into health. Let's just put that into um exercise. The world says, sit around, don't do anything. Don't get involved. What would it look like to be outside? You know, if we're going to watch a TV show, then we have to go outside, balance it. 30 minutes of a TV show, 30 minutes outside or 30 minutes of running around the house, you know, run around the house 10 times, you know, (laughs) just balance the activity, food, the world's says that pizza is the way to go. And by all means, I agree. Pizza is fabulous and wonderful. And we probably have it once a week. So once again, no condemnation moms who order pizza once a week because I don't want to cook. So great. Do that. But what's the balance on the other side of that? Do you have a, once again, vegetables, fruit, you know, good fruit, vitamins, supplements, anything else? What, what are you, what are you putting in your body? So yeah, yeah. is that Long, long, long answer for your, you know, short question. (laughs) No, that's so good. And I love the, the balance analogy. And, and the funny thing is in, in my own experience and, you know, a lot of the women that I work with, they've experienced this too, is as you start creating that balance, um, like for example, like sitting around watching TV and I'm going to exercise for X number of minutes or whatever, and, and creating that balance you start to notice that you actually feel better when you're doing the exercise and you feel not so much better when you do the TV. And so the scales start to flip in the healthy way because you start noticing those things, but it's a matter of making the decision, making the choice and making the change and knowing that you're going to end up feeling better. Even if you don't, you haven't experienced it yet. It's kind of that trust, that faith, that just take a leap and make that change. And a verse, and I don't know the numbers because I'm terrible at scripture numbers, but in Deuteronomy, it says, choose life so that yeah. you and your children may live. Yeah. And Deuteronomy so choose, 30, 19 and 20. You yeah. go, girl. See, I so value. My husband knows the numbers like this. I'm like, I, I don't even know my children's cell phone. Numbers. <laughs> I mean, this is thank goodness we've got, you know, our phone speed dial. Yeah. But yes. And so choose life. And that's what we're doing when we're balancing the scales. Yep. You know, we're choosing, you know, sometimes a lot of the times the world represents death. And if it does, if, if it's not death, it it's just neutral. I mean, pizza is yeah. not good or bad. I mean, I guess you could, you it could fall into bad if you do the sodium and blah, blah, blah. But let's just say it's neutral. It's not life though. Right. And so I love how you say when you start tipping the scales, you're choosing life for yeah. you and your children. Yeah. That's what we want. That's what we're created for, right? Yep, absolutely. Yeah, and I think of like, you know, even something that's neutral, I think of in Revelation, the warning about being lukewarm. Like the Lord doesn't call us to be lukewarm. He wants our whole hearts, our whole lives. And we can get so much more satisfaction and fulfillment and joy and peace from living our whole lives for him, giving our whole hearts to him than holding on to that thing that might be neutral and might not be hurting us but it's, it's still holding us back from the fullness of life that the Lord promises us. So yeah, that's also very, very good. Yeah. That's yeah. Good, good, good. Beautiful. Okay. As we wrap up, I know you've given a lot of practical stuff, which I so appreciate. Is there any other like practical steps that you would like to share with listeners about just how to create, you know, their own crazy cool family or the best family possible? Yeah. Um, and so I, I love you, you, you mentioned it, you said we're physical, emotional, and spiritual. We're, we're, you know, body, mind, soul. There's, there's three parts. And so as I encourage you moms, um, 
to just kind of pay attention to all those three parts. I know it feels like a lot, you know, but just that we've talked about the body part, the physical, what you're putting in it and what you're doing with it, you know, the physical part of it. And then the, the mental part of it, there's an epidemic going around right now where younger kids are more and more having anxiety and stress and mamas are, and Lauren, you even shared a little bit of your story that you, you went into that. Um, and so I, I think that that's the enemies after our mind, 100% believe that once again, to kill, still and destroy. And so paying attention to our, our mental health and calling out our emotions. Someone said the other uh, one time that all emotions are as feelings that need motion. Mm. And so if a feeling takes you over like anger, then figure you, we've got to, we've got to be able to release that anger or sadness. I mean, I remember as a young mom, I would be super frustrated and not know what to do with it or be sad and not feel like I should cry. And now it's like, if I feel sad, I cry. It doesn't matter what's happening, who's around. I just cry. And so let those emotions have motions. And I, it's the bringing darkness into light. Mm -hmm. I think that we are, I think that my generation for sure is scared of our emotions um, and our feelings, but I love your generation and what you're calling out in your children to, it's okay to feel sad, to affirm ourselves. It's okay, Suzanne, to feel sad. It's okay, Lauren, to be angry. You know, I I didn't, you know, validating it and then letting it. And then the last part, which I would feel, I feel is the most important part is the spiritual part. To have a crazy cool family, if you will, to have a healthy and empowered family living, to live like that, we we have to do the spiritual mm-hmm. above all else, actually. I mean, before the physical, before the emotional, we have to do the spiritual. What does that look like? Super simple. Just talk to God. Yep. Just talk yep. to God throughout the day. I need help. Thank you. I mean, I would taught my kids, you know, when you walked outside and if it was raining, thank you, God, for the rain. If it was sunny, thank you, God, for the sun. Yep. Thank you, God, for the color, the leaves that are changing colors. Thank you for the flowers. Thank you for the sale that we got at Old Navy to clothe all seven children because we didn't have, you know, thank yes. you for the, oh, cherries are on sale. We love cherries. Thank you for the cherry, you know, and so just that that piece of gratefulness to come through that spiritual element, but even the crying out that I need you, God, I invite you in. Mm-hmm. I mean, by all means, read your Bible. I mean, that's where God's wisdom is. But once again, no condemnation, young mom who can't even go to the bathroom by herself, <laughs> you know, just um, I, what I would do just to speak to moms about that. I would have a Bible strategically placed on the kitchen counter. So while I was cooking dinner, I was reading through a Psalms or a Proverbs just to get God's truth into me. In the bathroom, I had a devotional that I would work on. You know, if if by chance I got to be in the bathroom by myself for a few minutes, I had that there, you know, before I went to bed. And so it was a little bit along the way throughout the day. I never could get that one hour segment I mean, inevitably, if I, I had a nursing baby that would be, you know, and so all I have to say is that the physical, emotional, the spiritual, that's where I would in- yeah. encourage you to invest. Mm-hmm. That so wasn't, good. yeah. Yeah. Simply. Yeah. And I love that you, you ended with the most important, like the spiritual aspect of it. And, and you know, I've shared my story on the, the show several times, just how, you know, everything else with my health fell into place when I began to seek the Lord first and spend time with him and read his word. And, and, you know, even Suzanne, as you were sharing, you know, keep the Bible on the counter or devotional in the bathroom. I think about, you know, we all, most of us, I would say, spend time in the kitchen and all of us spend some amount of time in the bathroom, just right. Now, right. But what do we often do with that time? Because 
scroll on our phone, right? Yes. Instagram, exactly. social, yes, whatever. Yes. And so again, it's making that conscious choice. Okay. I want to seek exactly. the Lord with my whole heart. This is how I'm going to do it. I'm going to take away the scrolling. I'm not going to take my phone into the bathroom with me anymore because I know that I have a devotional or I have a Bible in there that I'm going to read and or even, making that choice. Yeah. I'm so glad you brought that up because reality is phones are here. They're here to stay. No telling what they'll you know, morph into probably bigger and better than even than they are now. And so maybe you don't, maybe you don't have a Bible to have in the kitchen. Okay. Fill your phone with Bible apps. There's hundreds of them. They're amazing. Choose that instead of mm-hmm. what the world is saying. Choose right. choose God yeah. things and be inspired. I mean, seriously, can you imagine? You're having a terrible day. You get into the bathroom finally by yourself. The kids out there banging on the door and you read, you know, God's word. You read something and you come out of the bathroom a light, if you yes. will, you know, just uh-huh. ready to, okay, okay, toddler, what do you want from me? Yes. Versus scrolling through social media and watching reel after reel of how you're failing because mm-hmm. this mom's doing it better than you, you yeah. know? Yes. Anyway, Absolutely. that's brilliant. I'm so glad you brought that up. Yeah. Use your phone as a balance. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And, and uh, again, like it comes down to making that choice that, that having that faith that your relationship with the Lord will lead to health in your mind, soul, okay. body, emotions, mentally, in your family, all of the things and knowing that going there first will make a difference in, in your life. And so making that choice and putting that effort into making just a small switch, like reading your Bible, even if it's on your phone and rather than scrolling on social media. So I think we got on a tangent there, but hopefully that blessed whoever (laughs) somebody needed to hear that, right? Bless you person. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. So, okay. You shared all at the beginning about how um, listeners can connect with you. So um, if there, is there anything else that you wanted to add or I'll have all the links in the show notes too. Yeah. Links are great. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Suzanne, for coming on. Um, so appreciated this conversation. It was such a blessing. Yes, you are delightful. And I just encourage you and bless you to continue in, and in, in, to continue in loving the mamas and the, everybody that's listening to you to live healthy and to be empowered. I think it's a beautiful space that you're in. And I'm glad that you said yes to the Lord. <laughs> Thank you. And thank you for coming on today. Well, that wraps up another episode of the Healthy and Empowered Living Podcast. Thanks for listening today. If you're loving what you hear, would you share this podcast with a friend? Also, it would make my day to hear from you. Will you be so kind as to head over to Apple Podcasts, rate the show, and write a short review? That helps me to know what you want to hear more of and helps more women find the show, learn, and be encouraged too. Lastly, if you're not already a part of the Joyful Health for Christian Moms Facebook community, we'd love to have you. We aren't meant to do this thing alone, so come find the support you need as you're living healthy and empowered.